Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to give the Lord praise. And I tell you, I'm excited about knowing that Jesus Christ uh, died for my sins and, and that because of him, you know, that I know I'm going to live forever with the Lord and I don't have to worry about eternal judgment. Thank you so much, Lord. And so, you know, brothers and sisters, you have to think about those things sometimes, uh, you know, because at some point this thing is coming to an end, this thing we call life, whether Jesus comes back first or whether you die first. But we do know that one of those two things will happen. And so uh, anyway, today I want to talk to you about just a uh, uh small subject although it's uh it's huge ramifications the title of this message is why that's it why let's pray father we thank you for your word we thank you for what you're going to do this day holy spirit i look to you right now for your grace and your mercy to deliver this word in a powerful way and father god that you would just bless it right now in the name of Jesus and bless the hearers and Lord God that you would get the glory and everything that's done in Jesus name amen you know I bet you that's probably the most common three-letter word around is why and we ask that question ourselves why why did this happen why did that happen we ask ourselves why you know, we have whys for almost everything. And when I say everything, I do mean everything. When children grow up, as they're growing up, one of the questions they ask and probably the most uh, popular question is why? Why do I have to clean my room? Why do I have to wash the dishes? Why do I have to take the trash out? Why, why, why? Well, that's a good question to ask. Some of you may be asking, um, why do I need to be saved? Why do I need to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior? Why can't I just go to church? Or why can't I accept Buddha? Or why can't I accept um, Muhammad? Um, or any other religion out there? Why can't I be a Jehovah Witness? Why? Well, you know what, brothers and sisters? The answer to those questions are really easy. Well, the first one, you know, when you ask why, you know, do I need to be saved or why do I need to accept Jesus? The truth is you don't have to. God gives us all a choice. You don't have to do anything. But here's the question. Why would you not receive a free gift? Especially one in which God has given us. Why would you not accept salvation? If you know that this earth and everything in it is going to be doomed, why would you want to stay here and participate in that doom. Why would you want to be doomed? Why would you want to go to hell? 
Why would you want to spend eternity burning in fire and being tormented? Guys, we can ask a lot of why questions, but what's more important to you? Why? Why do we need to be saved? Well, I'll tell you like this. Religion definitely is not going to help you when it comes to this question. Because the truth is, religion doesn't do anything for the problem that we have. And our problem is a sin problem. Our problem was created when Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden. And sin came into the world. You got to understand that God created the heavens and the earth. God created the earth to be perfect. He created everything in it to be perfect. There was no chaos. There was nothing but order and organization. And Adam named every animal and he had everything organized. And the truth is, everything was running the way God wanted it to run. Mankind was designed to live forever. Can you imagine living like that forever? on this beautiful planet called earth and it was much more beautiful back in the day when adam walked on the earth imagine brothers and sisters that you're in the presence of god and for those of you who've never experienced god's presence it's a wonderful presence it's indescribable it's hard to even come up with the adjectives to do it justice but being in the presence of the lord all the time every day all day long and the whole idea was that adam with fellowship with God forever and ever. God created Eve as a helpmate for Adam. He didn't want him to be alone. And so now he's got a beautiful wife, a beautiful place to live. And basically our definition of utopia, you know, where we're living in this place and it's beautiful and all our needs are met and everything is wonderful. Animals didn't eat each other back then. Everything was plants. That's all they ate. It wasn't nothing about killing, uh, you know, meat and all this kind of stuff. It was none of that going on. Everything was supplied by the earth and animals didn't have to be sacrificed for your sins or any of that stuff because there was no sin. But now in comes Satan and he tempts Adam. Well, first he tempts Eve and then Eve tempts Adam. Adam ultimately in charge of the earth. Um, decided that he was going to uh, break God's law and he ate from the forbidden tree and sin came into the world. See, at that time, brothers and sisters, there was no sin. But when sin came into the world, chaos came into the world. Animals began attacking each other, began to eat each other. They began to be bloodshed. Things went terribly wrong. It was terrible everything God's beautiful creation began to basically descend into craziness into chaos because Satan was in charge you see when Adam sinned he turned over this world he turned over this earth to Satan Satan became the illegal and the immoral God of this world now he wasn't God of course, he wasn't God, but he became the God of this world system. And so now we have this system where everything is chaotic, where sin reigns, just like gravity pulls uh, on the earth to keep you down on the ground. Sin pulls to try to keep you bondage, try to keep you in bondage to it. 
sin pulls and sin pulls hard sin will keep you longer than you want to stay will take you farther than you want to go sin will absolutely corrupt and destroy your life and so that was the byproduct of what adam did was this thing called sin and that separation from god the thing that gets in there and stops you from being all that you can be in god was a thing that now ruled the earth sin and so you ask the question why do we need jesus well because of the sin problem mankind had no way to fellowship with god uh let me say it like this mankind was forced to do extreme things to fellowship with god um if you go and you look at the old testament you'll see where animals had to be sacrificed and priests had to go before uh before god on behalf of men and and so you you just all these different things occurred um because of sin and so now when you look at uh what happened with these animals these animals uh were sacrificed on behalf of people <laughs> because there had to be bloodshed for sin because sin was devastating and god didn't want anything to do with sin and so all throughout the old testament you can see where you know animals were sacrificed for mankind's sin sin is terrible it's um it's 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 hard to describe but it is definitely something that's akin to the devil because it makes you want to do things that are ungodly want to do things that are not right with god want to do things that separate you from god sin keeps you out there in the world and so here's the deal god finally decided that rather than sacrifice any more animals because just literally billions of them have been sacrificed on behalf of, on behalf of mankind. Instead of sacrificing animals, he was going to require one sacrifice, and that would come from himself, and that is his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you say, why? Because the only way this, that this terrible thing called sin could be eradicated, right, and brought under control was that this man Jesus would have to die as that perfect sacrifice we watched the movie the passion we watched how Jesus was beaten um, beaten to, almost to death we watched how he was tortured tormented how we, he was beaten he was spat upon um, he was whipped to the point of death almost and we saw all the mean things that were done but we do know that there was a why. The Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions. Why? Because we transgressed, we transgressed the commandments of God. Because that's what we did. All we like sheep have gone astray. That's what we did. We went away from God. And so Jesus came that we might live. So he was wounded for our transgressions. And he was bruised 
for our iniquities, for our willingness, our willingness to sin. He was beaten and bruised, right? The Bible says the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So he takes all of that punishment so that we can have peace and also so that we can be healed from sickness and disease, from worry and anxiety, from all these different things that attack us now. Jesus paid the price for all of that. And why? Because he loved us. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why? Because God sent Jesus into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Because he loved us so much that he wanted to fellowship with us. He didn't want us to perish. He didn't want us to go to hell forever and to be tormented. So, you ask why? Because he loved us. He sent his son to die for us. Why? Because there was nobody else that could pay that price. There was no one else who could cause the reconciliation between man and God. There was no one else. Religion couldn't do it. Prophets couldn't do it. Um, evangelists, preachers, nobody could do it but Jesus. And so he came and he took that beating for us. He took the whipping for us. He took all that punishment, the separation from God. For the first time in eternity, the son and the father were separated. He did that for us. You ask why? Simply because he loves us. That's why. You know, in education, we always um, say this. We got this little saying we do and we say, and it is, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? Why? Well, because we love being educators. We love kids. So that's why we do what we do. Well, God loved us. And that's why he gave his only begotten son. So why? You need Jesus so that you don't go to hell. You need Jesus so that you can have peace. You need Jesus so that you will be able to combat the wiles of the devil. You need Jesus so that you will have peace and so that you will have joy right here on this earth. You need Jesus to ensure that you will have eternal life. And you need Jesus so that you won't spend eternity in a hell that was created for Satan and his angels. There is no reason why anyone should die and go to hell. None whatsoever. I'm saying why? Because Jesus died for our sins and he gave us an opportunity to receive him. Now, if you're foolish enough to think that you can make it through this world, right? And then die and everything is going to be all right. Then I have to question, why do you believe that? Because the Bible clearly tells you what's going to happen when you die. The scripture says it's appointed unto a man once to die and then the judgment. There are several accounts in the Bible that talks about um, when a man dies, you know, and I'm going to tell you that when you do die, your spirit leaves your body and your spirit can't, it, it can't float around in the cosmos forever and forever. 
you know, your spirit can't lay in the ground, you know, until uh, it's called forth. It, it can't do that. It's an eternal being. Your spirit has to go somewhere that's ordered by God. It can't just walk around like ghosts. You know, we see those movies and you think, uh, you know, movies like that are true and they're not. Spirits are not trapped here in the earth. In fact, um, when you die, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So immediately you go into the presence of the Lord. There is no ifs, and and buts about it. That's where you go. When you die, you go into the presence of the Lord if you're a saint. Now, here's the deal. If you're not saved, then guess where you go? You go to hell. Because your spirit is not going to be up here on this earth as a rebellious, disobedient spirit. You're not going to go here. You're not staying here. But what's going to end up happening to you is you're going to hell. And the Bible says, in hell, he lifted up his eyes, talking about the rich man and Lazarus. And that's a story that, um, an interesting story that you should read when you get time to focus on that as well. So, you're not going to paradise. You're not going to do some soul sleep. And you're not going to um, go down there and, and, and you know, somehow some way uh you're gonna wait until you do good deeds or you're gonna stay there long enough until you pay your price or whatever all these different things that mankind has made up it's not gonna happen folks when you leave this earth when you leave this world and you don't know jesus you are going to hell you're going to a place of torment a place of pain a place of torture a place of everlasting pain and regret a place where demons torment and torture a place where the scripture says each worm dieth not a place where you will be consumed but not consumed a place where you're going to burn forever the burn is like no other burn and you just there is no other way to get around it if god said you're going to hell without him guess what you're going to hell without him if God said that, then it's so. And all these people that make up all these weird things about you're going to come back as a cat, being reincarnated as a dog or as a cow, it's not going to happen. All right? The Bible says that man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. You have a spirit. When your body dies, God promised it's going back to the dust. But your spirit and soul is going to hell if you don't know Jesus. And you don't have to. Why? Because Jesus died for your sin. He was crucified for you. He who knew no sin became sin that you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus paid a price. He paid a price for you. Why? Because he loved you. That's why and he still loves you. And he wants you to know that. That you don't have to go to hell. There is no reason for anybody to go to hell. But they do every day. Every day, mankind falls off the cliff into eternity. Every day, hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands and millions 
go to hell every day. Bust hell wide open every single day. And it's sad because it doesn't have to happen like that. It doesn't have to be that way. So brothers and sisters, I can tell you all day long why you should get saved and not and not leave this world without Jesus. There's a why. Because you don't want to go to hell. Alright, but the truth is, you want to spend eternity with Christ. Man, with a loving God who died for you, who paid his price, his life, he gave his life as a price for you. Listen, I don't mind spending eternity with somebody like that. I know it's going to be good. If in his presence right now, I experience the fullness of joy, then I can only imagine what his presence would feel like. You know, being in the midst of it and not being hindered by this body. But spirit to spirit, I get to enjoy the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, he died for me. He went to hell for me. He took my punishment. He took my place. He took your place. You would be a fool to turn down his offer. Because Jesus said that I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father except through the Son. There is no other way, guys. No religion, no man, no priest, no pope. None of that is going to get you to heaven. In fact, it's a trick. It's a scam. You've been bamboozled. You've been hoodwinked. You're hanging out there, call yourself being in church, you're a deacon in church and you're a right reverend and all these different things, but you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's not going to help you. It's not going to save you. In fact, the Bible clearly says that in the last days that when you stand before the Lord, you stand before God, there's a thing called the great white throne judgment. And the scripture says that those who were found not in the book of the Lamb, guess what? They were thrown into the lake of fire. So I will tell you, first of all, death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire. And then all of mankind, all the people of the world that ever existed was judged by God and thrown into the lake of fire if they had not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There was weeping and gnashing of teeth, a terrible day, a horrible day where people just were just burned and, and, and thrown into that lake. And they were burned, and, and the Bible says that they, they burned day and night, and, and there was no relief, and there was no rest. There, there's a time, y'all, where you just have to make a decision and say, you know what? I don't want to go to hell, because once you die, you can't get back in that body. You can't get back into this life. You are gone. You are out. Out. You're done. There's no other way to get this thing done except through Jesus. So listen, I know it sounds crazy, but today is your day. Today is your day. Today that you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and guarantee you ain't going to hell. But you got to believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you got to believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins. If you can do that and you believe that, then pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I come to you right now. 
I repent of my sins. I turn away from them. I renounce the devil. And Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I receive you now. I believe that you died for my sins, and I believe that God raised you from the dead. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for saving me. Come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. And I accept you now. I receive you now. I thank you, Jesus, for loving me, for dying for me. I'm so grateful and thankful you do. Most of all, I thank you, Lord, for saving me. So I accept you now and ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. You're a child of the King. And so, man, get into a good Bible-believing church. Download you a good Bible app. And guess what? Not only that, but get you a good Bible and uh, be ready to experience a journey like none other. God loves you, man. And that's why he died for you. Why? He loves you. He loves you. That's why. So the one question that we ask in this world is why? And the answer is because God loves you. Well, brothers and sisters, I want y'all to have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you, and he wants to do great things in your life. And, hey, y'all be blessed today. This is Brother Leonard. Peace out.